Welcome to the Wealth Alchemy Podcast, where we blend the woo with strategy so you can heal your money trauma and use that raw power to transmute your shit into gold. Together, we will unlock your inner power and abundance, then channel that energy to create a confident, powerful, and secure relationship with your cash flow. I'm your host, Lindsay Lawless, and I'm on a mission to educate and empower coaches and multi-passionate entrepreneurs around their finances so we can create more opportunities that expand the creative economy. More wealthy, purpose-driven entrepreneurs means more impact. It means more economic mobility to build a legacy for ourselves and our families. And it also creates a ripple effect that helps to heal the collective. How powerful is that? This is what's possible through healing our relationship with money. So we can bridge the masculine and the feminine and bring the soul back into money. So if you're looking for a safe space to learn about creating additional streams of income, getting on top of your finances, and ultimately getting your money working for you, then you're in the right place. We will also discuss best practices and coaching tools to help you bring this transformation around money to your clients and alchemize your coaching craft. Let's do this. Just to give you guys a heads up, you know, this is a live recording. We were live on Instagram. We were live on Facebook. So you'll hear me engaging with the audience, answering questions, comments, um, all that good stuff. So as you know, it's, you know, we did this live, doing it live. (laughs) So if you want to be able to tune in and watch the visual with us, join the Facebook group, the Wealth Alchemy Coaching Facebook group. We'll have a link for that in the show notes. Um, so if you want to be able to see all the action and get access to all the slides, you can also catch the recording on Instagram at Lawless Balance, also in the show notes. We would love, love, love to have you there to be able to kind of, you know, recap with us live and drop any comments so that we can answer any questions. However, we wanted to go ahead and put this out on the podcast as well, because we know that it can make it really accessible. You know, you could be working out, driving in your car, uh, cooking, going throughout your day, and it can sometimes be easier to just pop on a podcast episode. So we wanted to make sure that you had access to this information too, and this wealth of knowledge and tools that we're going to get into. So let's go ahead and dive in. So as you guys know, this is day two of the power of abundance and coaching. Uh, today we're going to be talking, oh, for those of you guys who don't know me, my name is Lindsay Lawless. I'm an expert wealth coach. Um, I am a wealth alchemist, a healer, and a master coach. So I have been coaching, you know, for quite a while. And it's something that's like so core and instrumental to like not only, you know, my career and my calling, but honestly, my life, it has coaching has completely changed my life. So from being coached to being able to facilitate transformation and coaching others, it's been such an incredible journey. And I'm just so grateful to be able to be here. So that's a little bit about me. So if you guys weren't here for yesterday for day one, I definitely recommend watching the replay. We posted a replay without the slides here on Instagram, but if you want to see the replay with the slides, that's going to be in the Facebook group. Um, if it's not already up right now, it should be up in the next hour or two. Um, like I like I mentioned, we had some technical difficulties both today and yesterday with Facebook integration and Zoom integration. Um, so my team was on that and working on that. And if it's not there now, it should be there in the next hour or two. They were just about finishing that up before I hopped on here. So today we're going to be diving into the energy portion. So I know that, um, just to recap for those of you guys who maybe weren't with us yesterday, um, in the body of work that I do in wealth alchemy coaching and the wealth alchemy coaching method, it is kind of an axiom or an underlying assumption that I operate from that in order for results to be truly sustainable, we need to address it at a mindset, energy, and strategy level. Anytime that we're leaving out any of these key areas, It puts us in a position where, whether it's the transformation that we're going through ourselves or transformation that we're facilitating our clients through, it's difficult for that to be entirely sustainable. So 
That's, you know, my experience, my personal belief, and ultimately what has guided me and motivated me to create this um, framework moving forward and to create the Wealth Alchemy Coaching Certification in and of itself is to really be able to not only train and equip new coaches, but even existing coaches who maybe have been in the game for a long time and are looking to either take their skill set to the next level or just revisit some of the foundational elements or add this money mastery element to their toolkit, to their repertoire. So... Today is going to be all about energy coaching. So the power of abundance in energy coaching is what we're going to be talking about. And I'm going to go ahead and drop on in the comments on Instagram what we're going to be talking about. And I want to just go ahead and let you guys know too, you know, as I'm going through this material, as we're going through the curriculum, we're also going to do some really cool exercises together um, to get you comfortable with some of the foundations of Reiki, which can be an amazing tool for you to utilize both for yourself and for your clients when it comes to facilitating transformation, especially the healing components of of transformation, the emotional elements, the you know traumas that we may have stored in our body, the ultimately the emotions that could be stored in our body, and the actual energetic frequency of being in alignment with our desires. So it's one thing you know to work on your mindset. It's one thing to work on the strategy. But if we haven't healed the underlying trauma, if we haven't healed the underlying emotions, again, it's going to be difficult for that to be sustainable because we're still going to continue to operate predominantly from the unconscious mind. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. But like I said, if you guys have questions that comes up as we go through any of these exercises, any of this curriculum, I want you to drop those questions below. My team is going to be keeping an eye and we'll save a couple of minutes at the end to go through some Q&A. So whenever something comes up for you, feel free to go ahead and drop it in the comments and we'll come back to that at the end. If you're not able to stay on, still go ahead and drop your questions because you can always come back and watch the last couple of minutes of the replay um, on Instagram or in the Facebook group uh, if you're not able to stay on the whole time but still want some of your questions answered. Okay, so just drop in what we're talking about in the comments real quick on Instagram, the power of abundance in coaching, day two, energy. Beautiful. Alrighty, commenting that now, let me pin that comment so we can make sure that everyone else who pops in can see it. Beautiful. Okay, so like I said, we're talking about the power of abundance in energy coaching. So before we get into some of the energetic specifics that I want to talk to you about and some of the things that might be coming up for you if you're not addressing the energy and also what's possible by really addressing this energetic piece, which in my experience is one of the key pieces that a lot of coaches miss. Um, it's kind of operates in extreme. So it's like either coaches are confident about the strategy and they're like, mm, kind of confident about the mindset, but energy work is not on their radar. Or it's the extreme opposite where it's a spiritual coach or a healer or working in some kind of energetic field, and they are only addressing the energy, but they don't feel comfortable, or they're not integrating elements around mindset and the actual strategy of how to implement the new change. So, you know, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into energy today. So if you're already familiar with energy, and it's something that you already work with with your clients, hopefully you'll learn something new today, maybe some new perspectives and some new opportunities, or some new lenses that you haven't thought of it before. And if you're coaching your clients, and you're not really bringing energy work into the experience, because you don't feel, you know, don't feel qualified in that area, or maybe it's not your thing, or it seems too woo woo and out there, we're going to really talk about some of the not only the woo-woo and the spiritual elements and the quantum elements of energy, but we're also going to talk about some of those strategic and kind of practical, tangible elements of energy as well. So Wealth Alchemy Coaching Method, for those of you guys who weren't with us tomorrow, I just want to quickly recap what this is all about. 
So this is my proprietary coaching framework that I created for the Wealth Alchemy Coaching Certification, which will be launching very soon. Friendly reminder, if you're not already on the waitlist, get on it so you can save $500 on pre-sale tuition. Um, and a little bit more about the Wealth Wealth, wealth what words? <laughs> what are words? Wealth Alchemy Coaching Method. Um, it's really, you know, again, about these three core pillars of mindset, energy, and strategy. So we're going to be identifying limiting beliefs, creating shifts on a mindset level, then we're going to be exploring the depths of the inner world, healing trauma with energy work, and tapping into the power of abundance, utilizing wealth alchemy. So for those of you guys that are like, what the heck is wealth alchemy? Don't worry, I got you. We're going to go into it. This is going to tell you all about it. And really, this energy piece, it really is the meat. It is the meat of what makes wealth alchemy what it is, what makes it so powerful, what makes it so profound, what makes it so successful, what makes it so exponentially powerful as a tool to facilitate with your clients and also what makes it so unique as it relates to other coaching frameworks and other coaching modalities. So even if you're already a certified coach, even if you've gone through tons of different teachings, trainings, programs, different modalities that you've learned, you know, this is something that really brings all of those different experiences and all of those different perspectives together in a sustainable and holistic way which is amazing, not only to get to facilitate, but it's incredible to see what's possible for your clients to create on the other side of that. So the last piece of this is the key strategies to transmute your shadows into gold. So not only are we going to be working on a mindset level, not only are we going to be healing energetically and releasing emotions and trauma that may be stored in the body in order for us to be able to be in alignment with what we want to receive, but we're also going to be applying the key strategies to be able to put this plan into action as we transmute shadows into gold. So tomorrow's going to be all about strategy. So if you're um, if you're one of those people that's like all about the strategy, definitely join us for tomorrow. Um, excited, we got some good stuff planned for you guys. I'm excited to go through that, including how to sell out your programs. <laughs> one of many things that we'll talk about tomorrow in the sales process and different things that can relate to the actual strategy, strategy around money, strategy and coaching. Today is about the power of abundance and energy coaching. So we're going to be going through the foundations of Reiki as a tool for increasing your capacity to hold. And for those of you guys who are already in the coaching space or you're already working with clients, if you are noticing that you're in a plateau, if you're noticing that you're struggling to take your clients to that next level, if you're noticing that you're you know, not closing as many sales or just kind of feeling like in a revenue or an energetic or a magnetizing plateau within your business, this is going to be super, super important. For you to look at what is my capacity to hold because if you're not increasing your capacity to hold then you are not going to be increasing your capacity to receive it's like the blessings are going to come to you and they're going to knock on the door and then you're going to have your hands full with all this other stuff and you don't have any more capacity to hold anything else so you can't go in through the door so even though there are opportunities that are calling you even though there are new dream clients and new speaking opportunities and um, new opportunities to network and to get yourself, you know, out of your comfort zone and to be able to meet new people if you're a new coach and you're, you know, just kind of getting started in this thing. Or whether that's through social media or whether that's in person, whatever that looks like. Um, again, if you're not increasing your capacity to hold more, it's going to be difficult to receive more. Or you may receive it and it might slip right through your hands. For example, you might sign a client and then a month later, they're, you're, they're ghosting you or you're chasing them down for payments and they're hiding their head in the sand like an ostrich. We talked a little bit about that yesterday. So um, we're also going to be talking about today in day two around energy, the frequency of abundance and using your shadows to transmute your shit into gold. Again, this is that this is such an epitome of what wealth alchemy really is.
If you want to understand what wealth alchemy is, understand the capacity and the power to go within yourself and to heal, heal your inner child, heal your core wounds, heal core traumas that could be impacting you. And to be able to not only heal for the sake of releasing and letting go of stuff, but ultimately to integrate and to become in wholeness and to invite yourself back home. That's the key piece that gives you the ability to transmute. That's the key piece that can quite literally turn shit into gold. We are wildly powerful as humans, wildly powerful. And especially those of us who have chosen to accept the mantle and the calling on our life of coaching, you di you're not here by coincidence. You are here for a reason. You are called to coaching for a reason. So I just wanted to remind you of that and remind you of the power that you have within you and the power of this work, the power of coaching, the power of abundance and what can be possible whenever we create this safe space and whenever we go within and whenever we work on, you know, mastering our relationship with money and mastering these coaching tools, these foundational and next level coaching tools that then equip us to be able to facilitate our clients during massive transformation. So we're also going to talk a little bit about, a bit about embodying your greatness as a coach, because this is a key piece of energy. A lot of times, you know, again, we do the mindset, we apply the strategy and then we're like, why isn't it working? Why am I not seeing results? And ultimately, if there's not this true embodiment piece, it's going to be hard for you to see those results actualized. Because it's like you're doing, you're saying all the mantras, you're reframing all these limiting beliefs, you're putting your mindset into a positive frame of mind, you're scripting, envisioning things for the future, and you're like applying the right financial strategies. But for some reason, it's just not sticking. It could be, and it's very likely to be with many of us entrepreneurs and coaches, this embodiment piece. You may know a whole lot, but are you actually taking it and applying it to your life? Are you actually walking it out? Are you actually practicing these things again and again in order to truly master them and then go from there? Quickly check in with my team about time. How are we looking? Are we in a good spot? Amazing. Beautiful. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the impact of neglecting energetics and coaching. I'm going to drink some water. Friendly reminder to drink some water for you too, if you haven't had enough water today. <sighs> Beautiful. So the impact of neglecting energetics and coaching. Number one, it avoids the underlying emotion. So what I mean by that is... Whenever we are not addressing the energetics and coaching with our clients, oftentimes it can avoid their underlying emotions. And if we don't excavate those underlying emotions, number one, they're going to continue to unconsciously self-sabotage us. And number two, we are robbing ourselves of the opportunity to tap into this infinite wellspring of raw power that our emotions hold. Our emotions are incredibly powerful. They are not there for no reason, and it is not a coincidence. You are beautiful, and you are complete, and you are perfect just as you are. And one of these key elements of the human experience is our emotions. And oftentimes in our society, we are you know, taught to push them down or repress or suppress or deny or put it off till later. Or I'll deal with those emotions after this project's over, after we buy this house, after I get this relationship. And the reality is that when, 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 when this happens, when this happens, never comes because we're always pushing it off to another thing. So if you're not addressing the underlying emotions, both within yourself and with your clients, this can be a really, really, really negative impact that we don't even realize how big the consequences can be. And for those of you guys who don't already know this, you know, when it comes to the underlying emotions, that's tied to our unconscious mind, our unconscious experience. And whether you knew this or not, 
unconscious mind controls up to 96% of our decision-making. Like just let that sink in. 96% of your decision-making happens unconsciously. It means that you don't even put a second thought about it. It's unconscious. It does not require attention or thought from your conscious waking mind in order for it to happen. It could be something like, um, what's a good, what's, I mean, like there's automatic functions, obviously like breathing, sleeping, your heart beating, all of these things, all of those things are happening unconsciously, um, automatically, if you will. But there's so many other key decisions that we're making every single day from like, am I going to engage in this content or this content? Am I going to watch this or am I going to watch that? Am I going to get on Instagram or am I going to get on Twitter? Like whenever you're desiring some social time or maybe avoiding something, <laughs> I see you. <laughs> um, but anyhow, like 90 up to 96% of our decisions are made unconsciously. So if you are avoiding the underlying emotions, that means the majority of your decisions are going to be hijacked by neglected, abused, and outcast emotions who essentially feel like they need to act out to get your attention because all they want to do is be seen. All they want to do is be witnessed and all they want to do is be walked back home. And, you know, there may be resistance when you first start to tap into these. If you haven't been doing it for a while, it can be challenging, but it's so important. So then as a facilitator, what that looks like is being able to hold that space, being able to hold that space for your clients, for them to be able to process their emotions, you know, giving them homework or tools or exercises that help them to get tap into their emotions if they're having difficulty accessing that part of themselves. Because this is really going to be the key to us shifting into making more empowered decisions moving forward. So another impact of neglecting the energetics and coaching is it ignores the root cause. So again, we're putting a bandaid on it. We're just looking at the surface. We can't expect that to really be sustainable. So when we avoid the root cause, we not only do we often continue to struggle with the same things over and over, but we become increasingly more frustrated, exhausted, burnt out, and all of these other negative experiences as a byproduct of that. So again, it's difficult to have sustainable results if we're actually ignoring the root cause of what's happening. And a lot of times the root cause of behavior around finances, the root cause around behavior, whether whatever kind of coach, unique coaching style or industry that you work in, whether that's wellness or business or energy or whatever, if we are avoiding or ignoring the root cause, the results are probably not going to be sustainable. It's like the behavior isn't, isn't going to change at a deep core level. We're just going to be like putting a bandaid over it or like addressing the surface. And the real power is everything underneath the surface. Just like the iceberg theory, you only see like 10% of the iceberg at the top. The real raw power within you operates within the unconscious mind, operates within these emotions, operates within the core of who we are and is a spiritual equivalent, an energetic equivalent that may not necessarily be something that meets the eye. But just because you can't see it does not mean it does not exist. You can't see gravity. I don't see anybody arguing that. <laughs> so just a friendly reminder for those uh, who may be a little skeptical about energy work, you know, hopefully I can provide you with some information and some, some facts that might help debunk some of those things. There have been tons of studies too on some of the things we're going to go through, including Reiki, um, which really show the viability and the vitality of some of these practices. So another thing that can be the impact of neglecting energetics and coaching is you, it keeps your clients stuck in a feedback loop. So relying on quick fixes, clients will likely stay stuck in trauma patterns and continue to self-sabotage. Again, you know, this ties into the fact that we're making tons of decisions through our unconscious mind without even thinking about it. It also ties into the fact that, you know, when we're ignoring the root cause, we're only looking at the surface. So we're kind of neglecting like 90% of the actual like input that we need in order to make the best decision.
based on, you know, what we want to heal or where we want to get to or the goal we want to achieve, whatever it is that you're helping your clients work around. So these are some of the impacts of neglecting the energetics and coaching. Now, time for a <laughs> wealth alchemy truth bomb, we'll call it. I want to let you guys know, if you don't already know, energy is the most powerful strategy. Plain and simple. And this is coming from someone who has a decade of experience working in accounting and finance, managing multi-million dollar funds, managing businesses and individuals' finances for seven, eight-figure businesses and individuals, if not more. And I have seen so many different strategies. I'm so familiar with economics and the way that the market works and all of these different functions of finance and accounting. And I can still tell you, without a doubt, energy is the most powerful strategy because you can apply strategies all day long and you can continue to try new strategies and do all of these different things and stay cutting edge to the latest, most innovative strategies. And ultimately, if you haven't done the energy work, if you haven't healed the underlying stuff within you, if you haven't gone into your own inner world, it does not fucking matter because the strategy won't stick. For example, let's say that you're like, um, I want to start investing. I want to start saving for retirement. We'll use that as an example. Say whether it's you or whether one of your clients is like, oh, I need to start saving for retirement. Or maybe they want to like start a cash stronghold or an emergency fund to put some money away so that they can, you know, have it for a rainy day, something unexpected comes up, or maybe make, you know, an investment in themselves, whether that's taking a vacation or hiring a coach or joining a certification program or whatever. You can set this goal and you can have 10 different strategies of how you're going to get there. But if you haven't actually gone within and healed the underlying emotions and the underlying like tra money traumas that you have stored in your body around money and your experiences with money growing up, for example, like you're, maybe your parents fought about money all the time. So unconsciously you're like, well, money needs conflict. So I'm going to avoid it or I'm not going to talk about it with my partner. And then really, as we, as we all know, whenever we avoid it, it just gets worse. It doesn't mean that like, oh, I avoided it. So it's not happening anymore. No, that's not possible. It's not, there's no real avoiding anything. There's just the illusion of avoidance. <laughs> and oftentimes in that illusion of avoidance, we create even more problems. We self-sabotage even more. So that's an example. So you could have like 10 amazing strategies of how you're going to save this money and start putting this stuff aside. But if you haven't gone within and actually healed your relationship with money, it doesn't matter. It's not going to stick. It's going to be like another yo-yo diet. It's going to be another fad diet, another New Year's resolution that lasts two or three weeks and then is gone with the wind. So that's how strategy works as well. And that's why these things are so important to bring together. You know, there's not, it's not like, oh, just the strategy or, oh, just do the energy and you'll be good. Oh, just do the mindset. No, these, all three of these things are important and they work together seamlessly to be able to facilitate massive transformation for yourself and for your clients. That's actually fucking sustainable. It's great for you to be able to help your clients have a 10K cash month, but are they going to be able to sustain that in the following month and the month after that? And ultimately, when we start to get down to this, oftentimes energy is one of the most neglected elements of the three elements of mindset, energy, and strategy. So that's why I'm emphasizing how important this is. So once more for you guys, my mic drop moment, energy is the most powerful strategy. Get your energy right and the rest will follow. There will be plenty of opportunities for you to continue to implement and integrate strategy, but you need to have a solid foundation to launch off of first so that you can handle that growth. And like I said before, increase your capacity to hold it when it comes to you. It's not just about calling it in. It's not just about wealth creation. It's about holding it. It's about investing it and it's about getting it working for you.
And that requires a completely different relationship than probably something that you've ever been in relationship with as it relates to money before. And this could be your personal experience or this could be what your clients are going through. So let's talk a little bit about what's possible from coaching our clients around the energetics. So what's possible through coaching your clients on energy is like I shared before, access to the raw power that's locked inside. So what I mean by this is the raw power from a breakthrough, the raw power from healing trauma, the raw power of human emotion is unmatched. Like it's almost unfathomable, unfathomable, unfathomable. <laughs> that word's hard for me to say right now. Um, but essentially like the thing, if we're not accessing this raw power that's locked within us, we might feel stagnant. We might feel burnt out. We might feel like we're having low energy. We might feel uninspired. We might feel creatively blocked. And oftentimes it's just because we're not channeling the energy within us effectively. So whether that's because, you know, one of our chakras is over or under active, it could be because again, we're avoiding something or we have an unhealed trauma or we have some emotions that are locked and stored in our body tied to specific memories or an experience that we've had throughout our life. That's the opportunity of this work. That's the opportunity of energy work. That's the opportunity of healing, doing the deep healing work and going within and working on yourself is that you then unlock access to this raw power within you, which you can transmute into purpose, which you can transmute into dollars in your bank account, which you can transmute into calling in the right clients, which you can transmute into building a successful coaching practice, doing what you fucking love, serving clients who light you the fuck up and changing the world. Because that's what we're here for, right? Like we didn't come here to play small. If you wanted to play small, there's a million different places where you could play small. You did not get into coaching and you did not feel called to learn more about coaching or go deeper within your coaching craft to start your own coaching business or to take your coaching practice to the next level because you are wanting to play small. Like you came to play full out. So let's do this baby. And the only way that you can really be playing full out is if you have access to the fullness of your own power. And that's what's possible through energy work. The other thing that's possible from this is tapping into the quantum realm. So what I mean by this is when we tap into the energetics, we access the quantum realm. Those of you guys that are familiar with quantum mechanics or quantum physics, um, I won't get into it. It's a, it's a very meaty topic. I'll let you do your own research on that. Although I will say, you know, if you join us for the Wealth Alchemy Coaching Certification, we're going to be going deep into some of those elements of the quantum realm and really educating and understanding it and understanding how to utilize the quantum realm to be able to create magic for your clients to be able to create transformation and healing and radical fucking results with your coaching clients in your sessions. So the beauty of the quantum is it's a space where anything is possible. So for you to be able to hold space for infinite possibility, that's one of our jobs as coaches is to hold space for our clients, for the vision that they're stepping into, to hold space for that bigger vision, to hold space for them to dream big. And the beauty of being able to talk, tap into the quantum realm through the use of energetics is that it's a space where anything is possible and it operates outside of time itself. It's like, this is like string theory, like parallel realities, like all possible realities exist simultaneously. And at any time we can tap into that place and to be able to literally like collapse time. So for example, you know, say maybe you would think like, oh, it's going to take me five years to get there. Through doing energy work and through healing and transmuting your core wounds, your core traumas, these core emotions, you could get there in six months. You could get there in six weeks. Like time is irrelevant. You can transform, transmute, and heal in an instant when you access the quantum realm and when you're utilizing energetic coaching. So that's the power of this work.
It also gives you the opportunity to alchemize and become one with your desires. So energy work is the bridge between mindset and strategy. It's where the conscious mind meets the unconscious mind. It's where our conscious meets the unconscious. And this is wildly powerful and profound. Like, oh, I cannot emphasize it enough. I almost am like, okay, we're done. I can just leave it there. <laughs> we're done with the training for the day. But seriously, like, it, even as I was putting together this curriculum, I was just like so profoundly moved, like full body chills, just being so present with the fact that like, we have access to this. Like, this is something that, you know, God, universe, higher power, whatever it is that you believe, like blessed us with, or something that we have been able to tap into and evolve into the state of being where we actually have the keys to unlock the portal between the unconscious and the conscious. That's fucking profound. That is radical. So what this does, whenever we get to meet the conscious with the unconscious, is it gives us power to merge with our desires. This is the power of alchemy. This is what is possible through alchemy. And this is what is possible through wealth alchemy as it relates to mastering money and helping your clients to master money as well. We're gonna get into some trainings now. So I'm gonna take just a moment to cleanse my space, get my energy right. We're gonna go through a Reiki exercise together. If you are already familiar with Reiki, whether you're a facilitator or whether you've had Reiki facilitated on yourself, um, then you should know what to expect. If not, I'll share with you a little bit about what to expect beforehand. I am gonna go ahead and just quickly prep my space though and cleanse my energy. I'm gonna burn a little bit of sage. If you wanna take a moment, refill your glass of water. If you want to, you know, grab some sage, grab a journal, maybe just close your eyes and take a few breaths and start to drop into your body. Maybe get a little movement in. If you're like, oh, I've been sitting here listening to this training for a while, I need to move my body. <laughs> um, whatever you need to do to get your space ready and get yourself ready. I'm going to give you a couple moments just to do that. Drink some water if you need to refill. And then we're going to go through some of the foundations of Reiki. I want to lay um, the stage for you so that we're all on the same page if you're not familiar with Reiki or if you've never um, facilitated or had it facilitated on you before so that we're all on the same page and then we'll get into an exercise that you can start to play with to be able to tune into energetics and to be able to kind of increase um, your ability to notice and feel the sensations the subtle sensations of energy through energy work let me grab a lighter so I can burn my candle Beautiful. How are we looking on time? Beautiful. Okay, it looks like we still have a little over 20 minutes. We should be in a good spot. For those of you guys who are joining us on Instagram, this is intended to be an hour-long training. So, you know, if you can't stay for the whole thing and you need to pop off, we'll, we'll do our best to post the replay on Instagram. But the best bet would be to click the link in our bio and join, like go ahead and sign up for the series Power of Abundance and Coaching. And we'll be sending out email recaps and access to the replay. And you'll also get an invitation to join the Facebook group where we'll have the replays posted as well. So you can always come back and watch any part of the video that you might've missed. Or if you know that you have questions, drop those in the chat. And even if you can't stay till the end for the Q and A, you can always come back and watch the replay afterwards and get your questions answered. And my team is gathering those questions. So just to give you a heads up of what I'm doing right now, if you're unfamiliar, 
I am burning sage, which is an amazing tool that indigenous people have been using for hundreds of years, if not thousands, um, to cleanse energy, to cleanse space. I utilize it almost daily as a coach. I use it in the mornings with my morning practice when I protect my energy. I use it when I cut cords, which we'll get a little bit more into. Um, and I also use it um, sometimes before or after a coaching session. Once in a while, if the client's comfortable with it, I may even bring it into my coaching session, say that I'm facilitating um, a high level technique like parts work, parts work integration, or I'm facilitating like a time technique um, through NLP where they're really, really going really deep within themselves and excavating these core wounds or these core traumas. And there may be a lot of emotions that are present or come up. So if it's someone who is comfortable with it, you know, always get consent. Uh, but I do sometimes work this into my coaching sessions and sessions as well um, to create a container or to cleanse energy or space, depending on what's coming up for the client and what coaching tools and exercises that we're going through together. So I'm going to sage you as well. I like to get my hair very well, especially for you, you know, people out there with long hair. <laughs> Your hair holds a lot of energy, whether you realize that or not. And whenever I'm cleansing the space, I'm also calling upon spirit, source, my guides, my ancestors, descendants, and I'm asking them to help me to cleanse my energy and to cover me in a protective white light. And this is something that's really important to do either before your coaching sessions or before you start your day. It's protecting your energy. So it's so important. So we'll get into that a little bit as we talk more about the foundations of Reiki. So oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Giving you guys a little smudge too. <laughs> if you need it. Beautiful. All right, so let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit more about Reiki. So, foundations of Reiki. One of the first things that you need to understand is the idea of life force energy. So as we are utilizing Reiki, I am not taking my energy and sending it to you. I am opening myself up as a channel and life force energy, the energy that moves life itself, the energy, the life force, the chi, depending on the you know, ideology or branches of religion and spirituality that you're familiar with. It's the, the life force energy, the kundalini energy, the chi that's operating in every single one of us. And it's like the, the implicit intrinsic connection of the universe. So we're all connected, all living beings, all life is connected. Um, or so I believe, <laughs> and it's an underlying axiom that is necessary for you to be in alignment with in order to utilize Reiki. So understanding the idea of life force energy, we're all guided by the same invisible life force. It exists within us every single, like it's the thing that brings us to life. You may call it spirit. You may call it energy. You may call it your soul, many different iterations, interpretations, understandings, but in the school of thought of Reiki, which cr was created by a Japanese Buddhist teacher. In the school of thought or the realm of Reiki, uh, we are taking on the underlying assumption that we're all guided by the same invisible life force. So I'm not using my energy to send Reiki to someone. I am opening myself up to be the channel. I am channeling from life force energy itself straight from the source, whether you call that source, universe, God, goddess, whatever resonates for you. Um, you're pulling that energy straight from the source and you're channeling that through you into the other person. This is really important. So you can only perform Reiki when your energy's right. If your energy's off, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling negative emotions, if you're feeling you know, unwell in your physical body, that's not the right time to do Reiki. You either need to reschedule or 
cancel or reschedule a session or just know that it's not a good time to be facilitating it on yourself or someone else if you're doing it for a friend or just trying to try it out. So again, you know, you have to have your energy right. Just like in coaching, in order to be able to be in integrity, in order to be able to coach our clients around something, you know, we need to be walking the walk. We need to be not just talking the talk, but walking it out and practicing and implementing those things for ourselves as well in order for it to be the most successful. So it's the same thing with Reiki. So this invisible life force controls our physical, mental, and emotional well-being. And if the word control feels a little bit too extreme for you, then we can say influence. So this life force energy influences our physical, mental, and emotional well-being. One of the ways that it does this is through the chakras, and we'll get into that in just a moment. So, but one of the things before we dive into some more specifics of like the life force energy itself that's necessary is to open yourself up to receive. Like I talked about, when you are utilizing Reiki energy, whether you're sending yourself Reiki or whether you're, you know, sending someone else Reiki, and I want to clarify, this is not a Reiki certification training. If you are interested in getting level one or level two or master Reiki certified, there are pathways to do that. In the Wealth Alchemy Coaching Certification, you will leave the other side of that Reiki level one certified. There are four key certifications that we're going to be certifying you guys in when you decide to go through the Wealth Alchemy Coaching Certification. You're going to get certified in Wealth Alchemy Coaching. You're going to get certified in Neuro Linguistic Programming Informed Coaching. You're also going to get certified in Level 1 Reiki, and you're going to get certified in Wealth Creation Strategy. So you're, again, we're going to be hitting all of our bases, mindset, energy, and strategy. And you're also going to have a general coaching certification, which gives you the foundations to be able to coach your clients through anything on any level. Super excited about all of that. So like I said, this is not a formal Reiki training. I will not be certifying you just because we are going through this doesn't mean that you're certified to be able to go facilitate Reiki in exchange for money to your clients. And it doesn't mean that you can't start to play with it and understand it and utilize this in your personal life and with your clients subtly. Like just because you're not certified to go facilitate an hour long Reiki session and charge hundreds of dollars for it doesn't mean that you can't utilize Reiki with your clients. It's all about consent. It's all about understanding energy. And this is a great foundational opportunity in which to do that. So for those of you guys who are already Reiki certified, covered all my bases. <laughs> I don't expect us to go through material in an hour that would bring you up to speed to be fully um, Reiki level one, Reiki level two, or master Reiki certified. I am in fact master Reiki certified. So I have the ability to certify other coaches in Reiki. And facilitators so super excited about that got that certification last year something that I actually honestly did it for myself not for my business and I've had the opportunity to bring it into my practice and to utilize it with my clients in a way that just again goes that much deeper and facilitates transformation that much more profoundly and has that much bigger of an impact on the results that they see moving forward and the transformation that they experience so one of the key things that I want to start with is just getting familiar with receiving energy so I want you to close your eyes Take a few deep breaths, ground yourself. Uh, let's take one more. I want you to inhale deep, deep, deep through your mouth. When you get to the top, I want you to sip a little bit more in. Hold, hold, hold. Uh, okay, release, let it all go with an audible sound. Either with your eyes closed or with your eyes open, start to come back into the room. And as we are feeling the, you know, the chair beneath you, the ground beneath you, if you're sitting, if you're standing, maybe you're feeling the ground underneath your feet. As we're starting to connect with and ground with the earth, our seat, and come back into the room, I want you to invite yourself from this place 
to envision yourself as a vessel for healing. Imagine that you are the channel. Open yourself up to be that channel. With your eyes closed, I want you to then set an intention or a prayer to receive healing of the highest good. So for those of you guys that are just tuning on, we are just opening ourselves up to receive energy as we go through some of the foundations of Reiki. So feel free to close your eyes, take a few deep breaths. Uh, let out an audible exhale, roll your shoulders if you need to. And envision yourself as a vessel for healing. Open yourself up to be that channel. And then when we partner that with and infuse that energy with an intention or a prayer to receive healings of the highest good, that's all it takes. So let yourself connect with that. You know, if you're closing your eyes now and you're like, nothing's happening, I don't know what's going on, you may have to do this a few times to be able to really open yourself up to receive. You know, it is a very vulnerable, delicate practice of surrender in order to be that channel. And it can be scary at first. So, you know, give yourself some grace, give yourself some love. And if you are closing your eyes and taking a few deep breaths and you're really able to envision yourself as that channel for healing, and you've tapped into that clear intention or prayer of receiving healing of the highest good, amazing, beautiful, great work. So give your, you know, give yourself some time and space to play with that. You know, we haven't, it's not like we're indoctrinated or taught from a young age about energetics or about energy work. You know, for most of us, these things are relatively new. Um, if you were lucky enough to have these experiences throughout your upbringing, amazing, beautiful, incredible. I'm so happy for you. But for most of us, myself included, um, you know, this isn't, this is something that can be counterintuitive. Maybe that's not the right word. Counter conditioning would be the right word where our conditioning can make this, um, not so second nature where it doesn't necessarily feel natural or organic right away. But the more that we trap, the more that we drop into this place, the more that we tap into energy and the more that we start to notice some of the subtle nuances of energy, which I'm going to be sharing with you guys, a tool that you can utilize and take away from here to be able to start to hone your ability to feel and your ability to receive and your ability to acknowledge and notice those subtle sensations and the subtle nuances of energy work. And you may notice that you have one hand or the other that's more dominant than the other, which we'll get into that a little bit. But now that we've kind of got comfortable with what receiving energy feels like, whether you're having Reiki facilitated on you or whether you're facilitating Reiki for yourself, for your friends, for your family, or for a client, uh, it's really important to be able to drop in and open yourself up to receive that, to receive the energy from life force energy, assuming that you're the channel and sending en Reiki energy out to someone else, but also opening yourself up to receive if you're receiving the, ener the Reiki energy so that you can get the fullness of what's possible through that. Because ultimately everything energetically is most impactful and most profound when there is like a deep level of consent. So the other thing that I want to talk to you guys a bit about is again, I mentioned this earlier, but the chakra system. So working with the chakras is really important. Let's see, we got some things coming in. Have to, I'm guessing saying have to go. So quick heads up, Aline, you can catch the replay for this. We're going to be sharing it. I also recommend checking out the link in bio and signing up for the series. You'll get email reminders, opportunity to join the Facebook group, and you'll also get access to all of the replays. If you can't, you know, tune into the end, so you can always come back and watch the rest later. 
let's see visualization really helps me to drop in and open up beautiful and then yeah echoing what the team is saying which feel free to you know drop any questions that are coming up in the chat i know we're going through some new stuff um, some of you guys may be familiar with this some of you guys may have never dove into this before so any questions that are coming up you know there's no question that's like too small there's no there's no such thing as a dumb question any question that you have, it's very likely that there are other people watching this that have the exact same question. So go ahead and ask. We'll save some time at the end for Q&A. And yeah, at any time, whether you're on Facebook or Instagram, just drop that in the comments below and my team will grab that question. We'll make sure it gets answered at the end. If you can't stay on for the whole thing, then again, you can always come back and watch the replay for those last few minutes to get your questions answered. So dropping back into our bodies about the foundations of Reiki. As I mentioned before, you know, Reiki utilizes the chakra system. So in order to work with the chakras, um, first off, we need to understand what the chakras are. So if you're not already familiar with them, you know, I do recommend kind of familiarizing yourself, doing a bit of additional research on the seven individual chakras that we'll be utilizing in this energetic body of work um, in order to get familiar with it, because it'll really help you to tune into not only your own chakra system, but ultimately other people's energy and other chakra systems as you're facilitating energy work and energetics with your clients. So Reiki works with the seven chakras in our energetic body to regulate movement and flow of energy. And the idea with these chakras, is every single one of them, it's like a motor. It's like a spinning, turning wheel. And they can oftentimes either become overactive, where maybe it's spinning too fast and there's too much energy moving too quickly, or underactive, where it could become stagnant or energy is moving too slowly or energy is getting stuck. So... The idea of Reiki is it opens up the channels and it clears the pathway of energy to bring all of these individual chakra points back into alignment, back into homeostasis, back into that optimal place of functioning where they're turning at just the right speed and just the right way for your unique blueprint. So that's kind of a little bit about Reiki and what it is. As we're sending Reiki, as a Reiki practitioner, once you get into the higher level, you know, again, you're sending Reiki and working through the individual chakras all the way down the body from the root chakra all the way up to the crown chakra. Um, it depends on your preferred style, you know, and what's going on with the client. But oftentimes we start at the crown and we work our way down and then we kind of check in as Reiki practitioners as we're coming back up to notice any nuanced changes or anything else that might need some additional work on it, any key areas. So another key part of this, which is so foundational, I know I mentioned it a bit earlier and I shared a bit about my practice, but protecting your energy. This is something that's so important, not just before and after facilitating Reiki, but especially before and after facilitating Reiki. But this is also so important just to like do as a daily practice. So even if you're like, ah, Reiki's not for me, I'm not sure that I'm gonna like be comfortable facilitating that or I don't really wanna learn much more about that, you should still take on, if, if the only thing you took away from this today's training was protecting your energy, it would make a world of difference. I recently had a really powerful hit when I was meditating a few days ago of like protection is the highest form of love. Protection is the highest form of love. So if you're doing energy work, if you're working with your clients, if you're interacting with lots of people throughout the day, it's so important for you to protect your energy, especially as an energy worker, especially as a coach, and especially if you're someone who identifies as an empath or intuitive or have spiritual gifts that you're desiring to either activate or that you're already utilizing regularly. Protecting your energy is key. It's important to do this, like I said, before and after facilitating Reiki, but you can also use this before you do a coaching session or when you start your day. So I like to do it before I start my day, but if I get off of a coaching session and I notice that I'm like still holding on or still thinking about things that happened in the session afterwards, I will go through a cord cutting exercise or practice. So we don't have a ton of time to talk about that today, but if you're interested in learning more about cutting cords, you know, feel free to reach out to me. You can drop a comment below or you can reach out to me on social or send an email um, and I can send you a guided meditation practice. I think 
the facilitator may even be with us on this call right now. Um, it's a five to seven minute cord cutting meditation from one of my friends, Chi, who was also a facilitator for us in some of the full moon circles that we used to do for what is now Wealth Alchemy Coaching Institute. So you, some of you guys may know her, um, Chi or Shu Chi, as you may know her. Um, if you've, you know, known me for a while or knew me back in the, the days of Chicago and DePaul, she um, is an amazing energy worker and facilitator. And she recorded a really, really awesome cord cutting meditation that she had let me know that I could share with, you know, people in Wealth Alchemy and that I could share with my clients. Uh, and so many people that I've shared it with have gotten so much out of it. And it's something that I revisit regularly. I'm so familiar with the practice now that I don't need to listen to the meditation. I can just drop in at any time to cut cords. But it's something that you haven't done before, but something that you're curious on learning more about. Definitely reach out. Let us know. Happy to send that meditation over to you. And it's a great thing to implement into your existing routine. Cutting cords is most helpful at the end of the day or at the end of a coaching session. So it's kind of like a closing practice, a closing container in order for you to shift into your evening, in order for you to shift into personal time or shift out of work mode or whatever that might be. So back to protecting energy, this is what we do beforehand. So you can protect your energy afterwards as well, of course, especially when you're doing Reiki, you do want to protect and cleanse and cut any cords and just disconnect your energy from that person or from that experience when you're facilitating Reiki. Uh, but again, you can also use this before coaching sessions or when you start your day. So it can be as simple as just closing your eyes, calling upon your higher power, whatever that looks like for you, be that God, goddess, spirit, source, life force, energy, uh, guides, ancestors, Call upon your higher power, call upon your highest self, and take some deep breaths, ground your energy, get into that calm place where you can connect within. And then just ask your higher power to support you in protecting your energy, to cover you in a white light of protection. And if you're someone who's very visual, you may be able to instantly visualize this kind of white light covering and surrounding your body. And if not, that's okay too. This is a muscle. And if not, that's okay too. I know we got paused on Instagram for a sec. Uh, it's a muscle. You know, you'll need to work it a little bit to get even more comfortable and even more confident to be able to facilitate this and to be able to protect your energy and to be able to visualize some of the energetic components that are going to be happening. And the more that we can visualize what we're doing as we're doing energy work, the more powerful and profound that that will be because we're tapping into the power of our imagination. We're tapping into the power of the creative mind. We're tapping into the power of unconsciousness in order to create from that place and in order to create from ultimately the infinite wellspring within us of life itself. So if it feels a little weird at first, that's all right. But the more that you can bring this practice into, the more that you can bring this exercise into your daily practice of protecting your energy, the more that you will start to notice the results and the transformations and just like feel better and lighter. And like you could hold space for people's emotions without necessarily taking those things on for yourself. All righty. So let's get into the Reiki tool we're going to be learning a bit about. Now that you guys have an understanding of the foundation, I want to show you how to use Reiki to increase one's capacity to hold and experience sensation. So this is so powerful on an individual level as a facilitator. For you to be able to increase your capacity to hold and experience sensation, that means that you're gonna be able to increase your capacity to hold more money, to hold more clients, to hold more results, to hold more transformation, to hold more intimacy, to hold more pleasure, to hold more wealth. It, trans it translates into everything. So in order for you to receive more, it's not just about the strategy, it's not just about the right mindset, but it's actually about the energetics of increasing your capacity to hold, your havingness level. 
Are you ready to let yourself have more? Are you ready to actually hold more when it comes? And energy work can help us to increase that capacity. It also can help us to experience deeper sensation. So for example, like it could be sensation, like, you know, sensations on your physical body. It could be emotions or sensations that are happening within you. Um, and it can also be, again, the energetics in and of themselves, these subtle sensations, including and up to your intuition. So through utilizing Reiki, not only can you increase your capacity to hold, but you can actually increase and experience a deeper connection with your own intuition and allow that to guide you. So not only is this something that's so powerful as a coach, because if you can allow yourself to be heart-centered and intuitively led as a coach and equip yourself with all the tools to master your money and to really like have the coaching tools and practices to guide your clients through transformation, for you to be able to tune into your intuition and for you to be able to lead from your heart and for you to be able to just listen and let the client lead, let them, let them share with you and let them take you where they want to go and what they want to get out of the session. That's the most powerful, not your agenda, not your perspective, not what you think they should do. That's just a giving advice or like, you know, or like, just like listening to them complain about stuff. Like, it's like, that's not really what coaching's about. And oftentimes when we start out as coaches, if we don't have formal training, we fall into that pattern or that trap of thinking that giving advice or therapy or being someone's friend or being a good listening ear or giving someone like telling someone what to do is coaching. That's not coaching. That might be consulting. That might be, it doesn't mean you can never do that with your clients, but if that's what's running the show, if you're leading from that place and that's your power, it will hold you back. There's so much more that's possible for you when you're able to let your intuition lead and when you feel confident and equipped with money mastery and the coaching tools and practices to be able to guide your clients through transformation. Then you can just literally sit back and just hold space and just listen and let your intuition lead where the session needs to go. You don't have to overthink it. You don't have to obsess about it. You don't have to plan every single detail. You don't have to have a script for every single thing that's gonna come up. You don't have to anticipate every single thing they're gonna say and do and know how you're gonna respond because you can just let the moment lead. That's the power of what's possible through Reiki. Not only is it possible for you on an individual, not only is that what's possible for you on an individual level, but in order for you to facilitate transformation with your clients, you can help them increase their capacity to hold. That could be increasing their capacity to hold because they're calling in a new relationship. That could be increasing their capacity to hold because they want to make more money. That could be increasing their capacity because they want to start a new business. Whatever specific coaching modality or coaching niche that you operate within, you can utilize this to help your clients increase their capacity to hold and experience sensation within their own body. So not only are you going to help them get where they want to go, but they're going to actually be able to fucking enjoy it. How many times have you had a client who has like worked so hard to get to a goal, like working their ass off, like go, 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 got to get there, doing everything they can, overcoming every obstacle. And then they get there and they're like, well, this kind of sucks. This doesn't feel nearly as good as I thought it was going to, or I feel empty. Or like, I feel like I'm not able to really be present with and receive this beautiful thing that I've created for myself. This is a part of what's possible through increasing your ability to experience sensation, to increasing your ability to receive, increasing your ability to experience pleasure. Because wealth is about so much more than just money. It's about what do you want to do with that money? How is that going to make you feel? What are you going to be able to make possible? That's what it's about. And when we tie it to our emotions and when we tie it to our energetic experience, then wealth's meaningful. Now we're like, all right, let's go get this coin. But when it was just numbers sitting in a spreadsheet, it was meaningless to us. So again, tapping into the energetics and utilizing Reiki can be so powerful to help your clients increase their capacity to hold and experience sensation as well. 
So we're going to go through a ball of light exercise. I'm going to quickly just show you guys what this looks like. And then you can always, you know, play with this at home. You can come back and watch the recording if you want to go back through this. I definitely recommend, you know, playing with this in your own time. You know, doing it just one time isn't going to make you like super comfortable with feeling the energy. But the more that you do this, the more comfortable that you'll become with the subtle nuances of energetics and what that feels like. So in the ball of light Reiki exercise, this is a foundational Reiki element that all Reiki practitioners, whether you're Reiki level one or whether you're all the way up to being a master, we all start in the same place. So this is one of the first foundational exercises that if you decide to move forward and join us for the Wealth Alchemy Coaching Certification, you'll have the opportunity to become level one Reiki certified. And this will be one of the first things that we go through together to kind of set the stage for what Reiki is and how to attune yourself to feeling the subtle nuances of the energy. So what I want you to do is rub your hands together. You're going to kind of warm your hands up. You'll start to feel some heat generate. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. <laughs> a little bit more rubbing. And once you start to notice a really, really warm sensation, you know, I'd say doing this for at least 20 to 30 seconds. You can go faster if you want. Um, I usually like to slow it down a bit and just apply a little bit more pressure. But you're going to rub your hands together. And once it's been about 30 seconds, you may need a little bit longer if you're new to this. You're going to take your hands apart slowly. And I want you to start to feel that sensation. Feel the sensation between your fingertips. It might be a tingling. It might feel like you're pulling something apart. I know when I first started this, it felt like I was like pulling apart a sandwich. <laughs> it was like peanut butter stuck in the middle. Just very, very subtle resistance that you can kind of feel where it's like your hands almost don't want to go apart. Okay, so go ahead and shake that out. I just want you to get start to familiarize yourself with these subtle sensations. We're going to try that again, and we're going to do it with the ball of light. So if you felt like you couldn't really feel anything the first time, that's okay. It may be a little bit numb. It may be like, it may take you a little while to be able to fully tune into it. And the more that you practice this, the more that you will start to become comfortable with and be able to notice and identify those subtle nuanced sensations in your body. And like I said before, you may notice that one hand is more dominant than the other. My, so I'm actually pretty, I'm right-handed dominant with like almost everything, like writing, sports, whatever. However, with Reiki, I'm left-hand dominant because my left hand is actually more subtly attuned to this, this little nuance sensations. So my right hand, it's powerful, but my left hand is sensitive. So with my left hand, I can actually feel the nuance of energy more than I can with my right hand. So you may notice that one of your hands is more dominant than the other after playing with this. So let's come back, let's rub our hands together. Hey Mary, you're here for a good part. We're going through the ball of light exercise for Reiki. Um, Mary is an amazing Reiki practitioner. Highly, highly recommend. I think she even does level two and higher level certification. So if you decide to go through the Wealth Alchemy Coach Certification Program and get level one certified and decide that you wanna kind of take that your learning and your education to the next level, I highly recommend checking out Mary, Mary MC4 <laughs> on Instagram, because she does some of those higher level Reiki certification trainings. And that'd be a great place to dive deeper into Reiki if you're interested in learning more about this topic. So again, we're rubbing our hands together. Rub, rub, rub. You want to generate some heat. <laughs> uh, loving the love, Mary. And whenever you're starting to notice that you're generating that heat, again, we're going we're gonna to come, we're going to bring our hands together, and you're going to start to pull your hands apart. And you're going to start to form that energy that you feel between your fingers, kind of form it into a little ball. And sometimes that may look like making it bigger. Sometimes that may look like making it smaller. Whatever you feel intuitively called to in this moment is perfect. So for me, typically, 
I feel called to move outward. Like it's growing and it's growing and it's growing until it reaches a certain point of extremity. And then it starts to invite me to bring it in. So that's my experience. But again, whatever is coming up for you is just perfect. And you're going to let this go as big or as large as it needs to. You know, sometimes I do this and my hands are a foot apart. Sometimes I do this and it like is like my arms are stretched completely wide. They couldn't get any bigger. It just depends on whatever is wanting to come through in the moment. And then right now I'm starting to notice that desire for it to be more concise and I can feel that ball of light between my fingers. And remember, even if you're doing this and you're not feeling much, that's okay. It may take a little bit of time of you playing with this and practicing in order to be able to really feel these nuanced sensations of energy. But if you are able to feel this, you may want to start bringing your ball in and start bringing it together. And whenever you're ready, we're going to take this ball of light that we've created and you can either send it to yourself by putting it to your heart and opening up to receive that. Or if there's a specific place on your body that maybe is hurting or that you're feeling a lot of sensation that you're desiring to invite some healing into, you could put it there. You can also take this ball of light of Reiki energy and you can send it out to someone else. You could send it out to one of your clients. You could send it out to a family member. You could send it out to a friend. You could also send it out to just maybe people in need who are suffering with a specific illness or disability or a specific cause or humanitarian like effort that's really close to your heart. Whatever feels most alive for you. I'm going to send this to my heart, to myself. It's really important as practitioners when we're holding space that we're filling our own cup. So I'm going to send this to myself because I'm pouring out a lot of energy to facilitate this training for you, for you all. <laughs> And it's a beautiful labor of love, and it still requires for me to pull from my energetic re reservoir. So I'm going to send this ball of Reiki to myself in order to fill my cup. Whether you want to send it to yourself or someone else, go ahead and do that now. And if you're sending it to yourself, allow yourself to open to receive that. If you're sending it to someone else, I want to encourage you to picture their face, maybe say their name, tune into their energy, and then send that Reiki to them. So this is the ball of light exercise. Um, if you're watching us live or if you're catching the replay, you know, like I said, you're going to want to go through this a few times. It's not like, oh, I did it one time. Like I'm, I'm an expert now. <laughs> this is a very foundational tool within Reiki, but it's something that's like that we can utilize even if we're not Reiki practitioners, even if we're not Reiki masters, we can utilize these subtle tools and these subtle um, techniques to be able to refill ourselves and to be able to balance our own chakras and energy but also to be able to send that love and send that light and send that life force energy to others. Reminding you again that you are not sending your energy, you are channeling life force energy. So ensure that you're tapping into the source. One of the key things that I like to do whenever I like channel into sending someone Reiki is I envision myself, like the way that I see connecting to source, is I envision myself like under a waterfall of like rainbow light. Like it's, there's physical water there, but it's also like all of the water is like creating reflections and rainbows that are like sparkling all over the room as the life force energy funnels into me from my crown chakra. That's what I like to visualize. There's no right or wrong way to do it. You may want to visualize something. You may hear something. You may feel something. Whatever sensations or visualizations or meditations or opportunities that you need to do to be able to drop into your body, ground, and connect with life force energy, that's going to be key for in order for you to facilitate Reiki. Because again, we're not sending our energy. We're sending life force energy. We are purely the channel. Beautiful. Okay, so we're about to wrap up. A couple of last minute things. I want to remind you guys. So I know I've talked about this, but you can have as much as you can hold. 
this is like a really profound breakthrough that I had, like when I was, that just like came to me from a, from spirit, a digital download from the divine as I was journaling a few weeks ago. And it's something that like keeps coming up for me. And I keep sharing this with my clients and with my friends and reminding myself in this lifetime, it's not a question of how can I get it? Why can't I have this? What do I need to do to get it? What's going on with this? You can have whatever the fuck you want. You can have whatever you want. The only barrier to that is yourself. Whether that's your perspectives or your beliefs or your experiences or your traumas or your emotions, you can have as much as you can hold. It's not about, can I have it? It's about, can I let myself have it? It's not about, I can have this and this and this. It's about, I can have anything that I want because infinite possibilities are accessible to me through the quantum realm, through the energetic realm as a spiritual being, I'm infinite. It's not about how much that I can have. It's about how much I can hold. So the real key here is increasing your capacity to hold. So I'm going to say that one more time and just let it land. You can have as much as you can hold. Let that sink in. And it's the same thing for your clients. Your clients can have as much as they can hold. And it's your job to hold that space for infinite possibility, infinite capacity, infinite potential, and to enroll them in co-creating that vision so that they can start to show up from and lead from that place. And they can be working, realizing that what the real opportunity is, is to work on the energetics within ourselves to do the inner work and to increase our capacity to hold, to increase our havingness level. That's really the key. So as a reminder, I know we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but if you haven't seen the replay from yesterday or if you're just tuning on with us, I want to talk to you guys a bit about practice and facilitation. So practicing on yourself, this is where you need to start. You know, you don't go out and like try to do this on other people when you were like can barely feel the sensation between your own fingers. So the real key is practicing this on yourself, using the ball of light exercise to attune yourself to the subtleties of energetic sensation. This will help you familiarize yourself with and open up to channeling life force energy. So this is really key. This is like where I would recommend for most of us to, to be at and for most of us to be utilizing in the near future. Once you either A, feel really confident and you've practiced with yourself a lot, or B, you decide to go deeper into a higher level of training and get level one Reiki certified or level two or, or full mastery. Um, again, in the Wealth Alchemy Coaching Certification, we're going to be certifying you for level one Reiki attunement. So that's really, really exciting. Would love to have you join us. If you haven't already signed up for the waitlist, go ahead and sign up for the Wealth Alchemy Coaching Certification waitlist uh, because anyone who's on the waitlist is going to get first dibs and enrollment. And you're also going to get $500 off of tuition for the pre-sale tuition price. So go ahead and get on the waitlist. There's only like less than, let's see, there's like a little more than 24 hours. So tomorrow at midnight, we're going to be closing the waitlist. So you only have one day left to sign up. So go ahead and sign up for the waitlist. I'll have my team drop a link below before everything's said and done about where you can find that, find access to that to sign up if you haven't already. Um, and like I said, we're going to be diving deeper into this. But in terms of facilitating with others, taking this practice out into the world and facilitating Reiki on your clients requires an additional level of mastery. So sure, you can share this with them. Sure, you can start to use your deeper understanding of energetics and Reiki to be able to like use your intuition to guide in your coaching, coaching sessions. But if you're actually wanting to bring Reiki into your coaching practice, if you're really wanting to bring Reiki into your coaching sessions to be able to utilize this tool for an increased level of healing, an increased level of transformation, 
and to be able to just like have results that are just like wildly profoundly incredible and sustainable on a deep core level then again you're going to want to go deeper in your understanding you're going to want to facilitate a deeper level of mastery so in wealth alchemy coaching certification you'll get plenty of practice using these tools we're going to spend two months diving into energy so this imagine everything that you've learned in one hour what could be possible for you if you dove into this for two months so the coaching certification is six month program two months is going to be about mindset two months is going to be about energy and two months is going to be about strategy and we're going to be learning coaching tools, foundational coaching tools, and next level coaching tools, as well as money mastery elements and how mindset, energy, and strategy all relate to relationship with money so that you can powerfully coach your clients around money and anything else that comes up during a coaching session. So if you're ready to get Reiki level one certified, I would love to have you join us. You're going to get not one, but four certifications in the Wealth Alchemy Coaching Certification, which will be launching tomorrow. So like I said, get on that wait list. We talked a little bit about this already, but like I said, Wealth Alchemy Coaching Certification, coming soon, coming at ya. It's been in the works, and I've been birthing this thing for two and a half years with an incredible team of support behind me, mentors, coaches, team members that have been helping to make this happen. So we're like incredibly excited to bring this to you all. Um, so yeah, go ahead and join us at lawlessbalance.com slash certification dash program dash waitlist if you want to sign up for the waitlist and get access to pre-sale tuition, $500 off, and some exclusive bonus content. I don't want to give anything away, so <laughs> you're going to have to get in there to see it. Beautiful. All right, so now I'm going to go ahead and open it up for questions. If you have any questions, feel free to drop those below. would love to hear them, um, whether you're on Facebook or whether you're joining us on Instagram. Feel free to drop your questions below. I'll stay on for five to ten minutes or so as necessary to answer any questions. Uh, and if you don't have any questions, then thank you so much for joining us. It has been such a pleasure to be here with you again today. Um, I appreciate you rolling with us with our tech delays and our, our timeline updates and all the things. Um, so thank you so much from the bottom of my heart just for, you know, supporting us on this journey. And I hope that you got so much out of today's training. I hope that you learned a ton. I hope that you learned new skills and new ideas and new perspectives and new ways of being, and also, you know, new possibility of what you could create on the other side of being able to really coach people around these energetics and what you could create for yourself, what you could create for your coaching business and what you could create for your clients on the other side of this. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this episode resonated with you, please share it on social media or send it to a friend you think would love it too. Want to hear more episodes? Subscribe so that you'll be the first to know when we drop a new episode and also leave a five-star review on iTunes. 